Welcome to Talking in Vain, a podcast of the Infusion Nurses Society. I'm Dawn Barrent, the Clinical Education and Publications Manager for the INS. My guest today is Cheryl Peterson, and we're going to discuss the Nursing Now USA campaign. Welcome, Cheryl. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to join you today. Now, before we begin our Nursing Now USA discussion, please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, how you started in nursing, tell about your work at the ANA, the American Nurses Association, and then lead into how you're connected with the Nursing Now USA campaign. Wonderful. So I am the Vice President for Nursing Programs here at the American Nurses Association, and in my role I provide strategic oversight for ANA Center for Ethics and Human Rights, our nursing practice and work environment, and our minority fellowship program, which is focused on uh, doctoral and master's level preparation for ethnic and minority nurses in psychiatric mental health and substance use disorder treatment. But how did I come to be at ANA? I was really fortunate in that um, when I, after I graduated from nursing school, I was all in on legislation and policy making uh, because I had a mentor at the University of Cincinnati. And that's what really brought me to Washington, D.C. I worked up on Capitol Hill for several years, and then I came over to ANA to work in political organizing and engaging nurses in campaigns, in federal level campaigns. And from that point, I kind of moved along the way in doing both the political organizing. I was a lobbyist for several years and then really got into the details and the weeds of policymaking around nursing and health care policy. And from there, I just continued to move forward and really now am really focusing on nursing practice. And how do we look at clinical nursing practice from a scope and standards standpoint point of view and from our code of ethics? So I'm really in a very sweet spot here at ANA and am so humbled that I am working on behalf of the profession to help shape who we are as providers and as professionals and as people who have needs ourselves. So I'm, I'm really fortunate to be working at ANA. And we are fortunate to have you as our guest today. So give us a background of um, the Nursing Now campaign and then lead us into the Nursing Now USA campaign. Yeah, so Nursing Now Global, which is what we tend to refer to it to distinguish it from the U.S. version, the Nursing Now Global really grew out of an effort of, um, of the uh, ICN, the International Council of Nurses, the Burdett Trust, um, as well as IntraHealth um, Organization. And what they were really focusing on is Nurses and midwives are the largest group of health workers, and we need to be able to work to our full potential in order for the global world to ever really reach its goals around true access to quality and safe health care, and that 
they view, and we do, of course, view nurses as the linchpin or really the key to achieving many of the goals, the international goals that are set around health by the World Health Organization, by the ICN, and by many of the non-governmental organizations who are out working to improve access to health care. So they see nursing now really as a global social movement that has active networks who are looking to influence policy at both the local and the global level around at countries across the world. And they really are focusing on improving health and health care globally by raising the status and profile of nurses and midwives. I kind of view that as really taking the chains off of nurses to be able to just explode out into healthcare and be the kind of care providers that we are educated and have the passion for doing. So that's really where Nursing Now Global has come from. Mm-hmm. Now they have several goals that they have established where they're really trying to look at um, gender, because we know in most countries uh, nurses are women, so where are their gender policies that are, are a barrier to nurses being able to function fully? Mm-hmm. They have an economic question that they're looking at here because we know nursing jobs are really good jobs. They're good-paying jobs in most countries. They are needed, so it's an economic impact that it has on the family as well as the places where they're living. And then access. We always have to come back to access to health care. When we have enough nurses who are passionate about what they're doing and really out there working hard, we are going to improve access to health care. Mm-hmm. So now when we think about Nursing Now USA, um, we are a group of folks that have come out of the University of North Carolina, the University of Washington, the American Nurses Association, and the chief nurse of the Public Health Service are all working together with the other national nursing organizations to build a Nursing Now um, presence here in the United States. And you'll notice that we have a government entity through the U.S. Public Health Service, plus we have ANA, who is both the U.S. member of the International Council of Nurses, as well as two of our colleagues from education and academia. Mm -hmm. But we have other partners in other nursing organizations that include AONL, the Association of Nurse Leaders, who are there to really bring in employers and leaders into this work, as well as our specialty nursing organizations who are keen to raise up the profile and visibility of nurses. And that's really our goal here in the U.S., is really saying, how do we help consumers and policymakers and employers understand the role of nursing? And then how do we help strengthen the leadership 
of nurses in the United States. So we've really embraced something called the Nightingale Challenge. You know, in 2020, mm-hmm. we the World Health Organization has declared that to be the year of the nurse. Mm-hmm. It is also the 200th anniversary of Nightingale's birth. So we have a lot to celebrate in 2020. And Nursing Now USA is going to use the Nightingale Challenge, which is really about mentoring and developing nurses in leadership capacity so that they are able to influence what's going on in their institutions, in uh, their communities, at the state and national and even international level. And we're going to do this by... Uh, urging employers of nurses to take the Nightingale Challenge, which is which says that they will engage with 20 or more of their nurses and help to give them mentoring and leadership opportunities in their institutions to help strengthen our nursing's leadership skills. And those of us who are organizations. We're going to build out resources that you and nurses can use to help inform them about leadership skills. What are the competencies of a nurse leader? What would we expect a nurse leader to be doing? And what are the places where you can get information to help build and supplement what employers are going to be doing? Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that that excites you and also makes um, make some sense about how we are connecting both at the international level, the year of the nurse, the Nursing Now Global, and Nursing Now USA, all focused on uh, strengthening the registered nurse and their, their leadership skills as nurses, which ultimately, ultimately always impacts access to health care and how we are able to provide better care for our patients, families, and communities. Mm-hmm. So this is a real call to action, and it's a call to action by nurses on all levels of practice. And it's, also a, it's also a call to the organizations that employ nurses. So how are you reaching out to those organizations? Yeah, that's such a great question. So first of all, I would say to your listeners, you can help us out by saying to your employer, do you know about Nursing Now USA, and have you thought about joining the Nightingale Challenge? We are building out a web page that will be specific to the Nightingale Challenge at you in the USA. It will have on it the resources that I talked about earlier. So, And also, we hope to give links to where are opportunities outside of healthcare for nurses to build their leadership skills. There's much we can learn from, from healthcare, but boy, if we could focus on what others are doing in leadership outside of healthcare and in other industries, there is much mm-hmm. that we can learn. Mm-hmm. But we're also going to be reaching out specifically to all of the hospitals through the chief nursing officers and AONL, who I mentioned earlier, the Association of Nurse Leaders, 
to help them to for them to help us to recruit hospitals and other employers and i don't just mean to be referencing hospitals mm-hmm. think about nursing homes think about ambulatory care think about our nurses in corrections think about our nurses who are working in schools who are in clinics who are in business we are really trying to reach out to everyone who are in all of these spaces and saying, ask your employer if they want to join the Nightingale Challenge, and we're going to do our part to reach out to them and say, we need you to join in and be a part of this global and national movement. Mm-hmm. I think nurses need to be reminded every once in a while that we are part of a community of professionals that do so many things and do it very, very well. So let's talk about how nurses are leading research efforts, how we are improving outcomes and solving some of the public health challenges that that um, our populations face and how we can impact health policy decisions. Right. So what, you know, we are clinically expert providers. And so uh, solving many of these public health crises that we have, in fact, I was just reading recently about obesity and how 40% of um, uh, adults in the United States are obese or overweight. So we have some real work to do, and we know nurses can be leaders, clinical leaders in helping to address that problem. And now what we really want to tap into is nurses as leaders who are clinical experts, but also leaders in community, mm-hmm. leaders in our, in our workplaces, leaders nationally and globally. And some may feel like, I really don't know how to do that well. Um, and that's where the Nightingale Challenge really comes into play. So we'll have some resources to help you learn those skills, but hopefully through your employer or through your National Nursing Association or your State Nurses Association, you will be able to get some real practical experience at leading uh, and and developing that skill set. And when we talk about leading, it's both in leading projects, leading at work, but also How do I lead the profession? How do I, as one of our goals being visibility, how do I reach out to that local reporter or uh, post on social media something that really speaks to the value and presence of nursing providing health care? And those are the pieces that we need every nurse to engage in. Mm -hmm. You are experts, clinical experts, and you are leaders in your own right. And now what we're hoping to do is help to strengthen that leadership skill, strengthen that visibility, and help strengthen your confidence to be out doing the important work that we need to do. Mm -hmm. Cheryl, what would you say to a bedside clinician who... Is tired, um, who yeah. who is experiencing um, the things that that we so don't want to have in nursing: workplace violence, staffing right. shortages. 
other barriers in practice, what would you say to that nurse and how could he or she take one step toward involvement in this campaign? Yeah, wow. You know, uh, we do know that nurses are tired and overwhelmed. But I have to say, one of the things that may help to reinvigorate and to re-presence us to the value and purpose of being part of something bigger, being part of a profession. And my hope is, is if you click on Nursing Now USA, click on the Nightingale Challenge, and you look at those skills and you say, oh, I have some of those skills. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I say, you know, step in. Even if you only step in a little ways, it's okay. It's really okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also just say, if you're really feeling tired, make sure you're part of Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation. Yeah, and we do have to practice self-care. We have to take care of ourselves. It's just like in a disaster. If I'm a disaster responder and I get injured, I'm no longer an asset to help. We need absolutely every registered nurse to be doing self-care, to getting sufficient rest, to looking at ways to reduce stress. And I would say engaging in the profession, I know it feels like one more day to do (laughs) something, one more thing on my calendar, but it does reinvigorate you. It does remind you of why you went into this work in the first place. And that's really what's important. We need you in the profession, and we need you to be engaged and leading. And whatever that looks like, whether it's clicking on Nursing Now USA, joining in a professional development piece that you can find that speaks to leadership, you are a part of of a broader profession that really values who you are and what you bring. Mm -hmm. And um, nurses are one of the largest groups of healthcare professionals in the United States. We have huge numbers and just a minor contribution or minor step forward with one nurse can have such an impact and can encourage others to do likewise. Yeah, I think you you hit on something really important is, you know, sometimes if you're in these motivational classes, you'll see a video and it shows one guy dancing wildly <laughs> at a concert and everybody's looking at him like he's nuts until the next person jumps in and they start dancing too. And then three and then four and then 10 and then 20. And all of a sudden you have a movement. You really have people who are engaged in making things better. And that's what this is. We need one step, and then you talk about it to your colleagues, and maybe you bring somebody along. Or maybe you hear about somebody who's already engaged, and you join in. That's what a social movement is all about. It's really about grassroots, one at a time, joining in, doing something that is meaningful and is important and adds joy to somebody else while also adding meaning and joy to who you are as a nursing professional. Mm -hmm. So well said. 
Cheryl, do you have any last words for us today? I know we could talk forever. We've got so many things, and I, we could talk about Healthy Nurse, Healthy Nation for a while. We could do so much. But I want to give you the opportunity to share any last thoughts before we close up this recording of um, our podcast today. Yeah, thank you. Let me just say um, to every registered nurse who hears this, you are so important and you are important in your community you are important in the place where you are employed and you are important to us as a profession and i hope that as you look to 2020 you will engage in 2020 the year of the nurse and that you will feel valued and that you will be visible to consumers and to policymakers, and you will engage. Nursing Now USA is a part of that effort. The American Nurses Association is a part of that. The infusion nurses are a part of that. And we are looking to celebrate nursing in 2020. So please join in, write a letter to the editor, and say, you need to understand how important we are to making our community a healthy and safe place to work and and just join in and feel good about who you are and what you're doing on behalf of your community and it can never be said too many times that that's the value of nursing thank you cheryl so much well said um, i'm going to include some um, links at the bottom of our webpage. Um, in our show notes section for this podcast, and I want to give everyone the opportunity to get there quickly. Um, so we'll be sharing those links with you. And this concludes this session of Talking in Vain. <laughs>